wedges can be tough for me. You know, I'm four degrees flat, so I'm not sure. I always stick to the M grind. Who's four degrees flat? That's how our conversation started with Vokey, and it turned into a wedge fitting. It was awesome. We were out there on the range training with Titleist. You know, we had partners, and he was kind of walking the range, kind of talking to us about wedges and grinds. Um, he ended up getting caught with my conversation and in typical, you know, golf guy fashion he couldn't resist so he came over he started fitting me uh, we started talking grinds and things like that we made a couple switches but one of the funniest things he said to me kind of goes into a conversation that one of the listeners reached out about uh loft lie angle right um loft is easy you hit full shots you figure out your gapping you know for me it's 50 55 60. um a lot of people play a 46 degree pitching wedge, so it ends up going 46, 50, 54, 58. Uh, but that's on you. That's personal preference between you and your fitter. Um, the unique thing that I found with the fitting with Boki was flat, right? He put me in a grind that I never would have thought of trying. And once I did, as soon as I hit it, I felt it. It started a conversation and then a joke, right? He said, how do we used to fit wedges back in the 80s, right? Send a guy outside. Full swing it on the concrete, wherever it makes a mark, you put it on the grinder, right? So there you see I'm late with heel and flat, right? As we start to move the bag, the wedge kind of changes. And this is one, this is one that I designed, kind of stamped up for myself. Pretty cool wedge here. Uh, figured I'd show it to you. It's got the green gate, uh, green KBS tour. Um, but again, this is one that's been fit to me. So uh, as you can see, I don't know if it shows, but the, the wear spot's pretty good. It's time to retire this one. So when I take this one and take a full swing off the pavement, as you can see, the marks are starting to turn inside a little bit. Um, that's how we fit, right? Back in the 80s and 90s, before we had launch monitors and lie angles and, and all these things to bend stuff, you know, Henry Griffith and Ping started with the color system. And then everybody kind of caught on board. But as you can tell, the difference of a lie angle is pretty significant, right? And, and you can tell I'm not really swinging my best. Usually that mark is over here. So again, what it did for me, he switched me to the S grind. He wanted me with a flatter sole with less heel relief. So that way I didn't get out of line with setup. Or if I did make a mistake, um, we could come back if the heel would actually help turn the ball over and, and uh, cover the wedge. Cover the ball is what they say. Um, but, yeah, so the lie angle has a huge effect on ball play. I apologize, guys. The motorcycles driving by. The guys above me seem like they're hammering wood rather than hitting balls. But a um, little off topic there. Anybody in the greater New Bedford, Taunton, Lakeville area that has land and wants to make millions – Build a learning center. There is nowhere good to go practice in the South Coast. You know, once you get south of 24, even the ranges at the golf courses aren't very good. They're loud. They got shitty balls. Somebody that does like a Harmon or a core golf somewhere down here is going to kill it. Um, but with that being said, let's get into some ball flight stuff, right? Um, so there you saw it, right? I'm going to get into some uh, stuff with. Um, dry erase markers, and electrical tape. So you can check your own lie angles. I don't recommend you hitting it on concrete, but if you do it off any any hard surface, you'll be able to figure it out. So 
Um, as we get into the fit, you're going to hear me talking about what I want to do with things, what I want to feel with wedges, um, some of the stuff like that. So as I get into it, we'll start showing you some things and hitting some shots. Let's go. All right, guys, now you saw me whacking the cement. You saw the marks that it makes on the wedges. Um, obviously, I don't recommend you guys doing that. You ruin your wedges, and you don't have the grinding wheel and the polishing wheel to go kind of grind it, right? Um, again, that was before Titleist offered all the grinds. How lucky are we now, right? We can go online. We can hit shots. We can look at the, the marks on the wedges, and they can kind of suggest what to play. But, again, that's a cookie-cutter fitting. And with that being said, if I would have done that with Voki, I would have never ended up in the grind that he sent me to, right? I would have ended up in either the K grind or the, the M grind. So he switched me to the S because of certain situations with my golf swing and my setup and my miss right so cookie cutter online fitting and, and indoor fitting I, I just don't buy it you can sell it all you want i guess is it better than nothing yes of course it is but another way to check your own loft and lie angles is with some electric not loft but lie angles just with some electrical tape right um some of the things that make some of these wedges and irons and putters so great is how soft the materials are and how um how much feel they have but with that comes issues right Titleist found this out with their tmbs and their c16s the lie angles were so the the materials were so soft that the lie angles moved over time so um a good way to check you start seeing the divots going crooked is it my golf swing or is it my golf clubs is to throw some electrical tape on the bottom of your face find a hard surface it could be anything i'm going to try it with the mat sometimes the mats are a little too fuzzy but any clipboard anything you just kind of put some electrical tape on the club set up to it don't change your setup due to the golf club you see how far that toes off the ground for me so i know this club is flat uh upright rather so i take my normal golf swing and sure enough you can see where it wore on the tape right right there it started wearing off on the heel because i'm flat because the club's too upright for me so what that does anybody that played with me as a kid pre-college um it causes hard right to left. I used to play a big hook, and it wasn't – I was a good player. I was about scratch, um, but I didn't get to the plus side of scratch until I went to college and started learning. Listen, I couldn't be successful with a shut face grip, um, with a strong grip, a shut face, and playing a draw. I had to change it. I had to learn to hang on. Um, it was easy for me being left-handed. Um, I was able to do it and pick it up pretty quick, and it actually created more speed and more power. Hey guys, real quick, we can make this a story to advertise the YouTube that I just shot. While I was going through the different ways to check your lie angles yourself, um, I forgot to mention if you put something on the face, whether it's face tape or uh, masking tape or whatever, the dry erase will stick to that much better. As you can tell, it's not a method I use. I'm a big fan of impact. I want to see where the club is impacting the turf. I want to hear your feedback. Um, I hate fitting wedges indoors because I want to see the divots and I want to listen to what you say. So, um, but again, if you're just checking your own lie angles, throw some electrical tape, throw it on a mat, you know, or throw a clipboard on a mat and just hit shots. Just make sure the ball's at the front of the clipboard because if you hit the back, it'll bend the iron. So, all right, guys, don't forget to check your stuff. Let's go. You know, we now know that, you know, five to seven of the top 10 players in the world are also in the top 10 in driving distance, right? We've learned that golf is a game of power. 
um, spin and creativity have kind of gone the way of the golf ball and the driver, right? Um, as we start to decrease spin and equipment, we decrease playing shots. We increase bomb and gout. So um, it helped. And, and now I'm going to show you hitting the one that I actually got fit for. This is one that I was had in the bag when I went out to California out in 2018 and got fit by Volky. So you'll see the effect of the, the electrical tape on the lie angle with this one. So um, you'll see how it moves and how much better it looks for me and how much freer I am through the turf. You know, you have to be able to feel the difference in wedges in the turf to make them work for you. If you can't, you may as well just buy a K grind or an F grind. Yeah, as you can see, you know, the, 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 the mark becomes pretty standard across the middle. That's because it's fit properly for me, right? Um, but again, we get into that and you get into ball flight. I'll hit a couple more shots with the, the one that doesn't fit me to kind of show you and talk you through what I'm feeling um, while I'm hitting shots. While I do that, I'll show you another way to fit. Um, you take a dry erase marker. Draw a straight line on the golf ball. Most good fitters will be checking the divots, especially if you're outside. So I only do these things just to kind of show you, again, this isn't a, a, a spot on test, but it's a good way for you to check your loft and lie angles. If you're playing um, a forged iron, um, a titleist blade, um, or any blade rather. The one company that I would say it doesn't matter what type of clubs, game improvement, um, forged, hard, anything, you always have to check your line angles with Mizuno. What makes them so great is what makes them move, right? They bend, you hit them off mats, they, they're so soft that the line angles move. So if you're playing Mizuno irons, you better have a lot of access to a loft line machine. So again, I'm going to hit hit this shot. Hopefully, I can hit it in the middle. We'll see what the um, the dry erase tells us about this wedge. I know this one's way too upright for me, um, but we're going to see what it looks like. There we go. Good shot. But you see, the flight starts to turn. Right. Um, again, a little out off the toe, but not bad. Um, You'll see, it's tough for you to tell on that one. I, I hit it a little bit thin, but you see how the angle's going this way a little bit? Well, that means the club's too upright for me because when I impacted it, the club was like this, so the line on the ball went this way. So I'm going to hit one more with some dry erase tape, dry erase paint, so we can see if we can get a much little cleaner, more distinct line. I'll hit down on it a little bit more. Again, with the... Club that's too up, too far upright for me. I know that the heel's going to hit first, and I'm going to smother it. And we're going to get into that again. That's more detail type stuff at the end. Um, ball flight. Once we start showing you the lines and showing you what it looks like on wedges that I actually play, you'll start to see the ball flight. If club's too upright for you, general rule of thought: club's too upright for you. The heel's going to stick in the ground. You're going to see this line tilt. Tough to get it to stop on these mats. There you go. You're going to see this line hopefully tilt a little bit more this way, and you're going to see it turn over right to left. If the club is too flat for you, the mark's going to be out on the toe, and the line's going to tilt this way, and you're going to start to see us fan it out to the right. But 
Um, anybody that played with me as a kid, like I said before, I played a big hook because I was playing clubs that were standard Lyangles, and they were Titleist, which is a little upright. It wasn't until I got to college and got fit for Mizuno MP14s um, and started getting into sets that were flat and it started to change my ball flight, and I was able to start playing a, a, a low spin baby fall to the right fade, and that's my go-to shot. And I don't care where you go, if your clubs are fit properly to you and there's minimal right to left movement, you can play anywhere, right? We don't have to work balls in right, work balls in left. Just play your shot and, and do what you do. So again, I'm gonna hit one more with this. Hopefully we'll be able to show you a good mark on the face, what to look for. Um, but don't go online, view this, and say, oh, I'm going to go fit myself and order a set of irons two or three degrees flat or upright and not get properly fit. You know, so many people, I see it during the fit. I'm like, that's not your golf swing. Make your golf swing. Um, when that happens, they change, and it changes the fit. So if you grab a set of clubs that doesn't fit you properly and you don't hold it properly and you set up for the golf club instead of having the golf club set up to you, then you're going to change the fit and you're going to make things happen that you don't want to happen with your golf swing. So again, let's see if I can stay flat, stay down, get a good solid strike on this one and see if we can get a good mark on the, on the wedge. There we go. That was better. We took a divot. You see the flight turnover right to left. Yeah. You see the mark come back inside. Um, for some reason, Bit more of a glancing blow today and again it's not that much tilted so that's why this is the toughest way to do it um i don't recommend it some companies that's the way they teach so um I, it's kind of one of the one ways to show you and it's a quick way if you can do uh, i think i had the line a little too fat if you can do a thinner line i, I wanted to find a thinner marker the, the the fine point is a little bit easier to use than that one but again most good fitters are using the divot right um, next, we'll get into my wedges and why we changed and why Vokey changed me, right? Um, see, this is the wedge that I was playing when I went out to California, right? It, this is an M grind, um, 54 degree M, gives me a ton of heel relief and fits my flat lie. But this one is an S grind, gives me left heel relief, but it gives me a ton of forgiveness on those little half shots, right? So when I play the M grind, if I get lazy, flat, and underneath, it just slides. It slides up the face, and I miss it high right. Let's see if I can hit that shot, um, especially going to the 50-yard marker. So I'm going to hit this probably about 60 yards, just short of that 100, right? So now, um, this is, I'm trying to miss this on purpose for you guys to let you see what happens with the M grind and why he switched me to more bounce in the S grind, right? So if I take this swing and I get flat and lazy, um, again, another, another motorcycle going by. Like I said, guys, anywhere south of 24 that has land that turns into a learning center, you got a gold mine. There is nowhere down here in Massachusetts on the south coast to go practice productively it's just too loud too much crazy going on but uh we make do with what we got but anybody that's got some land and wants to build something they got a gold mine on their hands um so all right let's go back to this this wedge i'm gonna i'm gonna prove my miss because of the m grind and the heel relief um i'm gonna purposely try to get flat yeah you see how lazy it's a lazy high fly ball right there's no forgiveness in that wedge so what Voki did was he took me to an S grind 
and said, why are you going high with that shot, right? I was playing the shot, like the fan open, the open face, trying to go high from 50 to 60 yards, and it made no sense. It makes it so much easier to hit this shot. He put the S grind in my hand, and he said, hit a little trap. You know, 50, it, we were actually working, I should, sorry, I get a little ahead of myself. We were working with the 60. Um, and he saw that miss, and he saw what I was saying. So he said, let's try this one. Try the S grind in the 54. And he showed me the shot, and he showed me how much easier it is to control playing the ball back in my stance, you know, flighting it down, launching it about 28 degrees, shorten the backswing, and just accelerate, right? So that's the shot that he put me in this grind specifically for forgiveness. When I get lazy and I flip with that shot, the extra bounce and the extra heel material, as opposed to the M grind that I was playing with more heel relief, actually will help this shot, right? So I'm going to try to hit one a little chunky and kind of show you what will happen when the wedge kind of works for me, right? I'm going to stick the heel in the ground on purpose, get a little flat, just like I did with that one, whereas when the, the M grind had heel relief, I hit it high right. Now the S grind doesn't have heel relief, this material there, it's going to hit the ground first, it's going to flip the wedge, and it's going to help recover a bad shot. That's why when I'm hitting this 55, 60-yard shot, you guys have heard me when I'm practicing before, it's like I feel like I'm never going to miss this shot, because even when I do like that and I stick the heel in the ground, it just takes over and, and, it, and it creates forgiveness. So with that being said, he changed me to the S grind. So now how do I work around the greens when I want to lay, lay things open and do stuff like that? That's where the M grind, uh, that's where, all right. So you saw the last shot, you know, I stuck the heel in the ground a little bit, but the relief from the S grind kind of came into play and, and helped me out. So. But then you look at him and you say, okay, do I do that in the 60? And he said, no. He goes, let's try the M grind. And I hit a couple shots with the M grind. And he saw that little flare miss. Um, and he told his assistant or asked his assistant to go inside. Again, Mr. Volke is the nicest guy in the world. So he would never tell anybody to do anything. But he asked his assistant to go inside and grab the V grind for me. So what this is, is it's an M grind, but it's shaved back a lot more. So around the greens, I can open it a lot more. Um, I can lay it open almost like it's zero degrees, right? One of the things that JP Design Wedges actually got into yesterday was the bounce triangle, the leading edge, the back edge, and the angles of the, the height of the leading edge off the ground, right? This one, when I set it up, has a ton of bounce, right? The leading edge is kind of off the ground. It sets up kind of like an S grind or an F grind for me. It gives me the ability to dig and, and it gives me that extra forgiveness. But because it's shaved so far off in the back, I get to play a high, high bounce wedge when I want to. And then I get to play a low bounce wedge when I want to. It doesn't change the leading edge. Um, the leading edge isn't off the ground. I'm not afraid to, to belly the wedge. So again, now I'm going to hit some 60 shots, right? This is what we talked about with this one. Um, I'm aiming out at the 100, but we want to cover wedges. We don't want to hit the wedge straight up in the air. That's how you lose distance, right? How many guys do I fit? And they say, oh, I, <laughs> you fit me in that 60 degree. I hit it about 30 yards. Well, that's because they're thinking height and they're thinking, you know, get it up in the air. No, the loft is going to do that for you. So this is one of those that I actually played a little further back in my stance. And this is where my miss comes into play. And this is probably why I'm missing quite a bit right now because I'm hitting mostly wedges because I'm not strong enough. 
Um, on a couple of episodes, we've talked about how I fan the club inside. Well, the reason I do that, now I'm out here, I can finally show you. You know, when I get open, the ball gets too far forward. I start hitting it right, and I realize it, and I start adjusting the face close, 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 close. So my instinct and my eyes know, okay, this face is shut. I have to fan it open. And because of the way my stance is, it's much easier to get the club ripped inside by pulling than it is when you set up square to get the club outside by pushing, right? So, again, I have to remember to use my left hand in the golf swing, especially at takeaway. So we're going to work on that while I'm showing you this. But one of the things that causes it, like I said, is getting the face open at address. So I'm going to focus on getting the ball a little further back, get the face open, and make a full swing that doesn't go straight up in the air with a sandwich, right? We want to have some cover and some launch. Obviously, I sculled that because there was some somebody standing there and distracted me, but that's not his fault. That's mine. Um, but again, that was me thinking about flight and thinking about it down, and I heard him wrestle around in the trash over there. But again, we'll try one more time, pushing the ball back and keeping the face open. Right? When I get the face closed, I force it open. So we're going to keep the face laid open at address, and we're going to focus on pushing the club back with my left hand rather than pulling the club back with my right hand. So. Here we go. And what that does is it keeps me more one piece, and I get hit, hitting down on the ball. The other thing, too, I noticed the last couple days and that's, this is my arthritis. I got to remember to practice on this mat, not this mat. I get afraid of impact. I get afraid of pain, and then we run into problems. So, again, that was that one. Full swing. It didn't come out and hit the net, right? It came out under the net and spin loft, got the ball up in the air, and kind of got it to carry. So, um, again, another loud truck going by. Come on, somebody on the south coast. Spend some money on some land and build a good learning center. Let's go. Um, all right, one more with face open and push. There we go. Much better takeaway, much better swing. And again, you're seeing it's not even going above the net. So, all right, we'll end it like we always do. Um, we talked about the V grind and how I can lay it open and hit that flop shot. So, we'll end it like we always do. We're going to try to hit that bar. There we go. We'll end it on that note. Let's go.